That's right. That is I'm Still Standing by Leo, our theme song for Over the Top, our pay-per-view. Thank you all for bearing with us a little bit here because, unfortunately, I am a shoot accountant and January is a bitch of a month and was not kind to us there towards the end. But we're here. We're ready to rumble. We've got a, a good show, a great show, topping it off by... The over-the-top rumble is our main event. Three matches from Carnage, three matches from Breakdown. And then we're going to see who can claim the title shot of their choosing. Who's going to be elevated up into the history books as the first winner. I want to figure all that out tonight. And <laughs> then the, the, the best part, I was more nervous for this part than I would be for the pay-per-views themselves. We've got... Some roster management to do. You guys can trade. You guys can drop. And then we get to do a live draft. I think this time, though, that ball's going to swing in Carnage's favor a little bit because there were some um, some additions there. Carnage has a few more picks and breakdowns. So we're going to get to all that there towards the end. Gentlemen. Let me introduce myself. I am, of course, Commissioner Cook, the man who calls it straight down the middle to my bottom. He's a big teddy bear, but he'll never admit <laughs> it. Introduce yourself, sir. This is your friend, your hero, your, apparently your teddy bear, your My House Sports Gear <laughs> sponsored athlete. Retromania Wrestling Superstar, or the Virgil, the foundation of IWA Vintage and Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators, and any other promotion I work for because I am just that damn good. The king of the downvote, the head of breakdown, the soon-to-be first-ever winner of the over-the-top Rumble match, Daredevil Dave Dahl. And I have three Three very exciting, very exciting matchups for you as we come into this pay-per-view. And his co-promoter, co-brand manager. What? No, he's his own brand. Co and me, we share the same brand. Ah, we're, 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 I mean, AFW is a brand in itself. We, we, we're co-promoters. Yeah, co-promoters. Yeah, co-promoters. We'll just go co-promoter then. That was All right, yeah. fine. Not okay. co-branders. Co-promoter. <laughs> co-promoter of the Carnage brand. Carmen M&M. Carmen m Carmen M&M's. Menomina. It is a little bit late in recording this, guys. We're slap I am 
Dylan Housen. I am MDK gang affiliated. I am the major brewer. I am the Brian. Nope. Tony Deppen. Wow. It is late guys. Sorry. I was reading a note there. Uh, I am the Tony Deppen of wrestling figure collecting. And apparently the, the Tony Deppen of drinking too many beers before the podcast starts. It is I, Dylan Gilbert, and if Dave has three very exciting matches, I have three incredibly exciting matches. Suck it, Dave. I call bullshit. Yeah, well, you can call it after my show smokes yours. Ooh. You're going first, so you know I can't make changes to mine and smoke yours. It's true. Uh, you can change as I can much call as you like. I'm the fly, baby. Change as much as you'd like. I, I stand by my product. Hey, you All still right. don't have your very own head scan, okay? That's true. Everybody does. else here does, but you don't. I do. I've Man. actually got six different heads right here for you guys, by the way. Not for you guys, crazy. but for me. <laughs> I do. But so, so all right. Uh, we ready so, to kick without this further thing off? ado, let's kick off our pay-per-view over the top. Let's go well, first. We're gonna kick it off with the Carnage brand presenting their three matches. We will then Go over to the breakdown, and then I will wrap things up with our main event. So, gentlemen, dun, one dun, question. Dun. Are you ready? Not only am I ready, I am always ready. All right. No time limit, even though it's just three matches. No time yeah. limit on these. Hopefully, you don't go an hour. But take as long as you want, sir. Yeah, and with don't. that, the floor is yours. floor is mine. Here we go. Carnage starting it off. Match number one. The following contest is a Carnage Intercontinental Championship match. Cody comes down to the ring. He's still smiling. He's still waving at the crowd. The crowd is just not feeling him. He still keeps that million-dollar smile on. He just kind of does the, come on, guys, come on. He's waving. He's smiling. He's baby-facing it up, but... Crowd is just not having it tonight. Cody gets into the ring. He starts kind of propping up on the ropes. He's getting excited for this match. And his opponent. Brian Myers steps out, holds up that Carnage Intercontinental Championship. Crowd is cheering Myers hard tonight. The most professional wrestler makes his way down to the ring, slides in. Him and Cody meet in the middle, shake hands, back up to their corners. Ref steps in between the two, gives the signal, rings the bell, and this match, it, it's just a technical, technical wrestling match. There's no, no real striking, no kicks, no punches. These guys are just trading holds and just grappling. It is an absolute clinic of pure grappling brian catches cody in a wrist lock cody rolls out kips up he and brian kind of knuckle bump each other they back up and they start kind of circling the ring again cody shoots for a single leg takedown brian dodges out cody kind of rolls over cody backs up you know kind of shakes it off shoots for a single leg brian again ducks this one out you see Cody kind of lose that smile for a second. He looks left, looks right, and he kind of shakes it off. He's, he, that smile comes back. and Finally, Cody locks Brian up, 
Brian reverses out. They just keep trading off technical holds. It's just a pure wrestling match between the most professional wrestler and Cody Rhodes, who's got a solid background in amateur wrestling. Cody catches Brian up in a headlock, hits Brian with the bulldog, goes for the pin. One, two, kick out. Cody again briefly shows frustration, but that smile comes back. Brian sees Cody kind of turn around. He catches him from behind. Back suplex. He climbs up to the top rope. Heat-seeking elbow. One, two. Cody kicks out. Brian kind of hops up, bounces off the ropes. Roster cut. One, two, three. Your winner and still Carnage Intercontinental Champion, Brian Myers. Brian, Brian extends his hand to Cody, helps him up, raises his hand in a show of sportsmanship, just kind of gives the point over to Cody. Cody's got that big million-dollar smile. And uh, they, they shake hands. Myers grabs his title, rolls out of the ring, and as he's walking up the ramp, you see Cody smiling, and that, that smile fades, and it just turns to a look of pure rage. Sees, sees Brian raise the title, and he's kind of he's tapping the plate. He's just he's, he's hyped up, but Cody's just glaring, staring a hole through the back of Brian Myers, and then he kind of looks left, looks right, and realizes people are watching him. That smile comes back over his face, and he hurries up, rolls out of the ring, and takes off up the ramp. Still kind of waving to the fans, but they're still just not buying this smiley McBaby face, Cody Rhodes. As we fade to the back, we cut to The Undertaker in a video promo. People keep asking, why do we choose to attack high times? The answer is quite simple. We came to Carnage to destroy it from the inside. High times were the ones unlucky enough to be holding on to something that we wanted. Tonight, we fire the first shot in our war on Carnage. High times is no match for my dark disciples. The Hardy Boys step into frame as The Undertaker looks into the camera. His eyes go white. High times. Tonight you will rest in peace. The screen cuts to black. We cut back to the ring. Roll another blunt. Crowd's singing along. Everybody loves it. Everybody's favorite tag team, High Times, come out. Godfather in tow. He puts his arms around RVD and Riddle. Just make me proud out there, boys. Three share an embrace, and they send Godfather to the back. High Times make their way down to the ring. They look up. Their titles are hanging up. They kind of look back at each other and they look back to the titles and they share a fist bump. These boys know what they're what they're in for tonight in this ladder match. 
So as they look up to the titles, the lights go out. The spotlight shines in on the stage and out walks the Undertaker with the Hardys in tow. The Undertaker looks to the Hardys, gives an affirmative nod, turns around and walks to the back. As the Hardys start to make their way slowly down to the ring, and as soon as Taker enters the back, RVD and Riddle come sliding through the ropes. They meet the Hardys halfway up the ramp, and we got a brawl on the ramp. Back and forth punches, both men, you know, both teams locking up, just trading punches. No love lost here. Finally, they drag their opposing members in, throw them into the ring. We end up with a four on four stare down. The bell rings. Hardy, RVD roll out. Riddle and Jeff go right back at each other. Just barrages of punches. Finally, Riddle catches him with a stiff shot. That MMA training's really paying off. He just grabs Jeff Hardy. Double leg takedown. He hits Hardy to the mat. He's just blasting punches from the top. Jeff Hardy is just, he he can't even stop it. He puts his arms up initially, and then he just kind of loses that ability to keep the hands up. He is just getting beaten down. Matt Hardy slides in and pushes Riddle off of Jeff. He leans in to check on his brother, and RVD just comes crashing down on the two of them out of nowhere from a ladder he had set up outside with a five-star frog splash. As all three start selling from the devastating move, Riddle sets up the ladder in the middle of the ring, carefully positioning it beneath, and he looks up at those titles. And he looks around just to confirm everybody's still down. He starts to climb the ladder. Somehow, out of nowhere, Jeff Hardy grabs Riddle's ankle and pulls him off the ladder into a twist of fate. Riddle rolls out of the ring, and Jeff just kind of starts trying to drag himself up the ladder. Right as Jeff gets to the top of the ladder, you see the ladder start to kind of move. Finally, it tilts. RVD pushes the ladder over, and Jeff just crashes to the outside of the ring. RVD rolls out of the ring and just goes right back to beating up Matt Hardy. Riddle's on the other side of the ring. He's setting up one ladder bridge, and then he sets up a second ladder bridge. Riddle looks over to RVD, gives him the nod. RVD throws Matt Hardy into the ring. Riddle slides in, grabs Jeff, throws him into the ring. They both stand the Hardys up, pick him up for the power bombs. Power bomb in stereo. Both Hardys go over the top rope and through the ladder bridges. RVD positions himself on their apron, watching over the two lifeless Hardys. He looks to Riddle. He says, get up there, kid. Grab those titles. Riddle sets the ladder up in the middle of the ring. He climbs up. He gets his hands on the title. And just as he gets his hands on the strap of the title, the lights go out. When the lights come back up, the Undertaker is standing 
opposite on the ladder, face to face with Matt Riddle. The Undertaker reaches his hand out, grabs Riddle's throat for the choke slam, and just as he starts to move, the lights go out again. It stays dark for for an uncomfortably long amount of time before you hear. <laughs> Lights come back on. Undertaker's gone. Riddle, his eyes are, are as big as dinner plates. He's just, he looks like he's seen a ghost. He's looking left and right. He doesn't know what in the world is going on. RVD hasn't seen anything. He just looks up to Riddle. He goes, what are you doing? Grab the belts. So RVD, as he's, you know, as he's yelling at Riddle, Riddle finally kind of snaps out of it. He grabs the belts and he drops them down RVD. And he just kind of slowly descends from the ladder. I get his eyes are huge. He's he is obviously seen something. RVD grabs the titles, puts one over his shoulder, puts one over Riddle's shoulder. He grabs Riddle's hand, raises him high, and your winners and still Carnage Tag Team Champions High Times. Oh yeah, high times. Looking really excited. Riddle still looking stunned. He's he's looking terrified. RVD's got a big smile on his face. The Godfather runs down. They kind of help bring Riddle to the back. They're smiling. You can tell this is going to be a very hazy night in the back for high times. As we cut to black, fade in on a video package of highlights from all four of the hardcore championship qualifying matches tonight four men will enter but only one can leave as your AFW hardcore champion who will survive this twisted battlefield littered with weapons glass barbed wire and more will it be the king of sloth style the Death Rider, the Deathmatch King, or the Prize Fighter, who will become the inaugural AFW Hardcore Champion. We cut to the ring. There's weapons scattered in the ring and at ringside. Also at ringside, we've got two tables set up on the on opposite sides of the ring at a glass door set up opposite of the ramp. Two sides of the ring have barbed wire wrapped around the ropes. This is this is far from a normal wrestling match. This is going to be a spectacle. Your first competitor. Stop. Orange Cassidy comes out. Kind of slowly saunters down to the ring. Finally gets up to the ring, sits down on the apron. Just kind of rolls across the ring and lays down under the ropes. Music stops and he's still just kind of laying there. It's almost like he's taking a nap. His opponent. Matt Cardona comes down. He is pumped up. He's flipping off the fans. He is he is just in full Deathmatch King mode. He runs down to the ring and he grabs a microphone. 
All right, all right, all right. Everybody knows that Matt Cardona is the Deathmatch King. And tonight, I'm going to prove it once and for all. I'm going to tear through these three nobodies and show you why I am the only one worthy of becoming your... Wait, what's that? The crowd erupts. John Moxley makes his way through the crowd. High-fiving people, knuckle-bumping. Grabs somebody's beer. Slams it down. Moxley is ready for a fight. He makes his way into the ring. He gets face-to-face -face with Cardona. They're staring each other down. These two have got a lot of history with that GCW title. As the two start arguing, all of a sudden you hear. Kevin Owens comes out and he's holding a steel chair. He doesn't even take he, he doesn't take his time coming down to the ring. He just runs straight down, slides in with that chair. Cardona immediately rolls out. KO and Mox lock up in that hockey fight. They're trading punches back and forth. Both men just beating the holy hell out of each other. Owens and Mox continue to brawl. They're trading weapon shots, chairs, kendo sticks. They're just beating the hell out of each other. This Cardona kind of paces outside of the ring. He's waiting for his moment to strike. Finally, Owens gets the upper hand on Moxley, whips him into the barbed wire. Moxley clang right into the barbed wire, and he's stuck in the barbed wire. Cardona slides in from behind, blasts Owens over the head with a chair. Owens goes down and rolls out. Cardona grabs Moxley and just rips him off the barbed wire. And then whips him into the wire on the other side. He slides out of the ring, looks under, pulls out a barbed wire board, slides the board into the ring, grabs Moxley. Mar Cardona rips him off the wire again. Moxley is just torn up from this barbed wire. Cardona throws a couple quick strikes. He bounces off the ropes, hits a radio silence onto the barbed wire board. Moxley is down. Cardona goes for the pin on the barbed wire. One, two, Owens breaks up the pin. He kicks Cardona in the gut, throws him out of the ring. Owens rolls out, and he just starts laying waste to Cardona on the outside. He sees a table, picks Cardona up, power bombs him through the table. He drags a lifeless Cardona to his feet, slams him into the steel steps, picks him up. It does it one more time for good measure. Bang! Cardona rolls off the steps. Owens takes the top step, throws it, picks up Cardona. Power bomb onto the steps. The Cardona is down. Owens rolls back into the ring to take his to go after John Moxley. As he stands up, crack right across the stomach with the kendo stick from Moxley. He kind of kind of hunches over and Mox just starts laying in shots with that kendo stick. Each shot it's breaking. He's just getting more, more violent. He throws KO out of the ring and through the table on the opposite side. Moxley steps up to the motor rope. He's smacking his chest. He's screaming. He's showing the scars of this battle. He drops down. He turns around and he sees orange Cassidy standing in the ring.
Orange Cassidy picks his hands up, slowly puts them in his pockets, and, and Mox is just kind of looking left and right, doesn't quite know what to do. But he just kind of staring this guy down, and then Orange Cassidy steps up. Just devastating kicks. Oh, 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 big kicks from Orange Cassidy. Moxley somehow shakes these violent kicks off. Moxley backs off, goes to throw a clothesline. Orange Cassidy ducks that one, bounces off, tries to hit a second one. Cassidy flips over the top of Mox. Orange Cassidy bounces off the ropes. Hits Mox with a drop kick, hands still in his pockets, kips up. Mops, Mox pops back up. He is visibly annoyed, and he's staring down Cassidy. Cassidy kind of fumbles around in one of his pockets, and he pulls out a bag. He dumps the bag out. It's thumbtacks. Orange Cassidy reaches that hand up, starts to lower it towards the pocket. Mox has lost all patience. He kicks him in the gut. Paradigm shifts Orange Cassidy onto the thumbtacks. Orange Cassidy's got thumbtacks all in his head. Mox rolls Cassidy over. One, two, kick to the head by Kevin Owens. Mox is stunned. Kevin Owens picks him up for a powerbomb. Powerbombs Moxley to the outside through the glass. Moxley is down. Owens quickly runs over, grabs Cassidy, picks him up. Package pile driver onto the thumbtacks. One, two, three. Your winner and new AFW Hardcore Champion, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens grabs his title, and before he can even celebrate... The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hulk Hogan walks out. He's holding an MWO shirt. He rolls into the ring, and he holds it up to the crowd so that everybody can see. And then he hands it to Kevin Owens. The crowd at this point, they're, they're on their feet. They're, they're chanting, no. No, Owens puts the shirt over Kevin Owens' shoulder, kind of gives him a little pat on the shoulder, and he rolls out. Owens grabs the shirt, and he looks at it. He grabs the hardcore title, and he's looking at both of these. And the crowd's just up on their feet. No, no, no. Owens takes the shirt, drops it in the ring, raises up the hardcore title, he rolls out of the ring and he makes his way up the ramp as we fade to black. There you go, boys. Well, three big championship matches there from Carnage. That was a good nap. Uh, and what is Kevin Owens going to do? Uh, he left the shirt lane in the ring, but. You know, does that the final answer? Uh, does Hogan take no for an answer? Is another question that'll have to be uh, will have to be answered here coming up on Carnage later. These questions this and month. more will be answered. Uh, dun, also, dun, who dun, is paying dun. the electric bill in this arena that the lights have went out twice? 
So uh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk to our arena manager. This We're is, gonna uh, have to because it's. it's we unacceptable. can't allow this. Twice uh, in one match, but then not, not all happy. the other two. Well, it's just poor. Uh, this is not uh, 1996 in your house. That's going. To, you know, beware a dog where it's going off all the time. Yeah. No. Dylan is too young for that. Dave might be too young for that. I don't know. This isn't the. Uh, no, this I know. Isn't the, in your the, house. Come on. The Super Bowl between the the Ravens and the Niners, where the lights just went out randomly mid game. Yeah, that was here I in my home state of Louisiana. In your house, pay per views every now and then. Because they're just so damn good. All right. Breakdown. Are you ready to present your three before the main? Yeah, event? My phone changes direction. There we go. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. For yours, sir. And the next contest is for the Breakdown Intercontinental Championship. Introducing first, the challenger from Chicago, Illinois, CM Punk. CM Punk makes his way down in the ring, says it's clobbering time. Getting the ring, warming up, doing his little wrist roll. And his opponent, the AFW Breakdown Intercontinental Champion, Brian Danielson. Danielson looks serious, makes his way down the ring, ready for this contest as he defends his title. Match begins. The two lock up. Big, strong lock up. Nobody gets the advantage. They go back at it again. This time, starting to trade hold. Trying to go around. It becomes a giant. What the? There is no running by Adam Cole. I hit a button by accident. <laughs> no budge? <laughs> no budge. Not in this matchup. They're doing all kinds of like a dosey do Just they're going at it. They're keeping up with each other. These guys know each other very well from the days back in the Indies and AEW, all that. Just going at it, going at it. Punk gets a little bit of an advantage for a little bit, and then Danielson takes over and beats him down some more. Finally, you know, back and forth ends, and Danielson gets frustrated and goes out to the ring side area and gets a chair. But Punk scoops him up for a GTS as he comes back in with the chair. Danielson escapes. The ref is taking the chair out of the ring. Danielson with a low blow to CM Punk. Followed by the big knee from out of the corner. Cover. One, two, three. Here's your winner. And still, AFW Breakdown Intercontinental Champion, Brian Danielson. As Danielson Music. Goes to start playing. He jumps back on top of CM Punk and just starts beating him down. Just beating him down. Just I guess he finally had enough of being friends with Punk and trying to do the right thing. Punk is getting beat down. Finally, security comes out and refs come out, break him up, separate him as we fade to the back where we see Slaughter once again. Guarding that casket that the hurricane got sucked up into after Darby had his evil spirit, I guess you would say, 
exorcist from his body. Slaughters guarding the casket. Still trying to figure out where Hurricane is. The lights go out, though. The casket's got to turn green. The doors are flapping up and down, going crazy, just going nuts. And finally, they just fling open. Hurricane rises out of the casket, just looking evil with a new mask, a new look, new cape, everything. Just looking at Slaughter. Slaughter going crazy. You're back. You're back. Are you okay? You know, screaming out, like, just, just, you know, trying to get him, you know, just excited he's back. And Slaughter's like, let's go get you checked out by the trainers. And he starts walking down the hall, you know, turn to walk down the hall. And the hurricane grabs him, puts him in the eye of the hurricane, hits it, bang, drags the selling Slaughter over towards the catering table that was near the casket, picks him up, goozles him. Big choke slam through the catering table. And then he flies off. Legitimately flies off out of the backstage area. Ladies and gentlemen, your next contest is the special referee match. Introducing first. Representing the Heart Foundation and Dynasty. Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, and David Hart Smith. They make their way to the ring, pumped up. Remember, Bret Hart got off the phone with somebody last week saying he'd be there, but who could they be talking about? And the opponents. If I can find the song I want. Oh, we can use this one. Making their way down to the ring. Representing Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy. And the Olympic gold medalist. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Makes his way down to the ring with Jungle Boy. And he gets on the mic. Kurt gets on the mic and goes... Alright guys, it's time to bring out especially and we looked high and low when we got to pick this referee and we thought who better than this man for the special referee? And out on the stage, the referee shirt steps Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman knows British Bulldog and his son very well as he trained by Stu. And he's going crazy on the stage from finally being freed from carnage and coming to breakdown where he could be the real him. Where he could be that badass, ass-kicking, crazy son of a... That he is. And he's just going nuts with the ref shirt on. He runs out of the ring. Gets in it. And he gets in the mic. And he says, I'm going to call this one right down the middle. Kurt, you asked me to be here because you knew I would do that. Bulldog, you and the rest of the foundation have left me behind. And now I'm here 
and it's time for this matchup. And he calls for the bell. They both teams just go at it, and Pillman's letting it be a crazy brawl. Just let them go. Finally, the Bulldogs use their size for the advantage, taking over on Kurt and Jungle Boy. And they're beating them down, beating them down for the better part of the match. Then finally, Jungle Boy and Kurt mount a huge comeback and start just beating them up, having the match almost won. Kurt Angle hits a big angle slam on British Bulldog as David Hartsmith gets clothesline out over the top like Cactus Jack with uh, Jungle Boy. Pillman gets down to count. One. Two. Pillman stops. Kurt looks at him. Pillman flips him off, grabs him, gives him the big tornado DDT, hits the air Pillman. Bang. One. Pulls Bulldog over on the cover. One. Two. Three and a fast count. Here's your winners. The Heart Foundation. Pillman going crazy. Trying to wake up British Bulldog. As David Boy Smith Jr. throws Jungle Boy into the guardrails. Piper comes out. Grabs a mic. And he says, Kurt, see... We thought you had a little plan. We thought you would do something like this. So we made a little phone call. And we reminded this crazy son of a bitch just where he came from. And he, uh, you know, he went with the winning team. Because once you're a heart, you're always a heart. And Piper, he rolls with the hearts. (laughs) Nice try, Kurt. But you ain't gonna stop us as they walk off. And we get ready for the breakdown main event. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is for the AFW World Heavyweight Championship. Making his way to the ring, the challenger, Diamond Dallas. Page. DDP makes his way down the ring, but he's not alone. He has the outsiders with him. They get down and start getting ready for the matchup. And his opponent, the AFW Breakdown World Heavyweight Champion, Ray Mysterio. Ray makes his way down in the ring, but he's smart. He didn't come alone. He brings Dom, and he has Eddie Guerrero with him. They get down in the ring. When they hit the ring, DDP, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall clear out. They finish celebrating. Eddie and Dom are starting to get out of the ring. Ray takes off the belt, runs big dive, takes out everybody. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and DDP all down. Ray. Grabs DDP and throws him back in and keeps up the pace, just hitting him with quick maneuvers, flying head scissors, you know, cross bodies, everything quick that you can think of, and just taking it to DDP for all that he's done to the Lucha Kings the last few weeks. Finally, though, uh, I lost my spot. 
<laughs> for he keeps just beating them up. DDP starts coming back, and the outsiders distract, uh, go to distract Ray, but Dominetti take him out. The ref comes out checking, yelling at him on the apron. Why they do that? Eddie grabs Dom, throws him into the post, slides him in the ring, hits Ray with a chair, hits DDP with a chair, covers DDP, covers Ray on top of the DDP. One, two, three. Ray still wins the matchup, but Eddie has turned on him, and he just walks out of the arena. Here's your winner and still champion. Ray Mysterio. I'm not playing the music. Ray Mysterio retains. And we saw some exciting stuff. Dark Hurricane. Straight from the shelves at Target. Fresh off Actually, the it was eggs. Delivered. delivered. Yeah. And we saw a new debut here. And Brian Pillman. So, a lot of exciting stuff there from Breakdown. But now, gentlemen, it is time for the main event. Rules are simple 20 men in, one man left standing. That man can claim a title shot for any title of his choosing. Be it the Carnage World Heavyweight Championship, the Breakdown World Heavyweight Championship. The digital media TNA Impact World Championship, whatever. I don't care. It's his choice. My boys are going after Jordan Grace. That's right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> might be too late on that one. But the rules are simple. Start off with two men. Every 60 seconds, a new person will come in. Only way to be eliminated is over the top rope. Both feet must hit the floor. Last man standing wins. The anticipation is building here because you guys submitted 10 people each. Two are going to be making their debuts here tonight. One for each brand. And you guys don't know what's going to happen. I do. I booked this thing. It's going to be fun. So without further ado... Let's kick it off to entrant number one. Making his way down to the ring from the Carnage brand, Hangman Adam Page. And making his way in at number two. <laughs> the best bout machine, the fallen angel, the current homeless, Keith Omega. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, Currently homeless. homeless in North Carolina. <laughs> and half dead. 
He's only half resi- dead. I can still bring him resi- back. Currently residing under a bridge. In... <laughs> <laughs> All right, these two, these two are no strangers to each other. They kick it off hot and heavy with some just back and forth spectacular maneuvers, teasing, going over the top rope a few times, but neither man able to get an advantage over the other. You can see after a couple of big high spots here, Kenny Omega hits a V-trigger, backs up, turns around. Hangman Page, though, catches him with a lariat. And both men down. Both men recover at the same time and get back up and just kind of stare at each other as we get ready for entrant number three. Three, two, one. <clears throat> I jumped the gun a little bit. Sorry. It's okay. Making his way down to the ring. Brett, the Hitman Hart. <clears throat> Brett Hart comes down <clears throat> and immediately starts going after Kenny Omega, just punching left and right, wanting to get in some shots. Hangman takes advantage, and you see these two team up for a bit. They take down Kenny with a couple of tag team maneuvers, and then next thing you know, Brett looks over at Hangman, clotheslines him down, takes him down, and starts working on Hangman too. Whatever alliance they had was temporary and has already dissolved. Brett now working over both both men. Hangman starts to get up, starts to work back over on Brett. Kenny gets up, hits a knee to Brett. Brett looks to be in trouble as their countdown begins. So entrant number four, three, two, one. Making his way down to the ring, the British Bulldog. Bulldog runs inside the ring, and he immediately starts going after Omega and Hangman. Just a series of just powerful clotheslines on the way. Only Davey could there in the pay in the in the ring, and it looks like the Hart family now both of these entrants in here, and they take an early advantage here, trying to work over and eliminate Kenny. Kenny proves to be too much. They run over and they start working on Hangman. The tag team here is looking great. As we get ready for entrant number five. Three, two, one. And making his way down to the ring. Brody! Lee. Brody Lee making his big debut there, runs down and just starts cleaning house. He takes down everybody, takes down the Bulldog with a big, huge, powerful clothesline. Looks over at Brett. Brent runs at him. Big boot to Brett. Kenny comes in. Big power slam to Kenny. Heyman comes in now and then another big clothesline, and then Brody Lee just stands up and goes, Rah! Bulldog then comes up, slowly making his way up to the ropes after that big clothesline from Brody. Brody runs over. Clothesline's over. The British Bulldog, both heat, both feet touch the floor. Eliminated. British Bulldog by Brody Lee. Brett now runs over and sees this and starts just wailing on Brody. Brody just grabs him, hip toss over the top rope, and lands out there by the Bulldog. Eliminated. 
by Brody Lee, Brett the Hitman Hart. As we make our way down to the countdown now. Three, two, one, entrant number six. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. It's the icon. Sting! Sting makes his way down. <clears throat> Gets He kind of waits around a little bit. He's got that baseball bat with him. The referees are telling him, no, you can't take that in. You can't take that in. He threatens to hit them with it inside the ring, though. Brody Lee's kind of starting to work over now. It's Brody Lee standing there with Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. They're all three kind of working over each other. And as Sting kind of makes his way around, as we get ready for our countdown for entrant number seven, three, two, one. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. It's it's the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Macho Man comes down and him and Sting high five. And then they both slide into the ring. They've got that baseball bat. And they just start working over everybody. Working over Kenny Omega. Working over Hangman Adam Page. Brody Lee stands up and just kind of flexes at him. He goes for a clothesline and takes both men down and starts to work him over. He kicks that baseball bat out of the ring, starts to just beat on Sting, turns over, beats on Macho Man. They might have bitten off more than they could chew here with Brody Lee as we begin our countdown for entrant number eight. Three, two, one. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. This one sprints down to the ring. It's the ultimate warrior. He sprints down to the ring and slides inside. Brody Lee immediately like hulks up to try to beat him. And he just hits him as hard as he can. Brody Lee staggers back over towards the ropes. Warrior now runs over, tries to start getting him out. Sting and Macho Man help. And all three dump over Brody Lee. Brody Lee had an ex- explosive showing there. But he has been eliminated by the MWO. But now the MWO kind of celebrated a little bit, getting that elimination out. Brody Lee has been eliminated. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page now look at each other. They're obviously worried as the MWO is in full force here inside the over-the-top rumble. And they just take turns wailing on Kenny and Hangman as we get ready for next entrant number nine. Three, two, one. Chris Jericho makes his way down to the ring and just sprints out and slides inside. He starts going after the MWO because he knows that that's his, probably his best shot right now is to help try to weaken them. He goes after Warrior, starts wailing on Warrior. Warrior flings back, goes after Sting. Warrior flings back, goes after Macho Man. You think that he might have gotten some some traction there, but then Warrior comes up and blindsides Jericho out of nowhere. And then he puts him over towards the rope and Sting and Warrior just dump Jericho over. And Jericho's already been eliminated. Eliminated. Chris Jericho. You hate to see it. They start to celebrate and start working over Hangman Page and Kenny Omega again as we count down to our next entrant. Three, two, one, number 10. 
Alistair Black. Making his debut. Representing the Carnage brand. Alistair Black comes inside. Makes a stroll, slow stroll down. Very intimidating. Gets inside the ring. Warrior runs over to him. Black Mass. Warrior goes down. He then picks up Warrior. Dumps him over the top rope. Both feet hit the floor. Warrior. The ultimate warrior has been eliminated. Sting now runs up. Black Mass to Sting. Sting goes down hard. He then picks up Sting. Dumps Sting over the top rope as well. Sting eliminated. The crowd is now going into a frenzy as the MWO was reigning supreme until they met the force that is Alistair Black here in the ring as we count down to our next entrant. Three, two, one. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold comes inside. Looks at can shoots a glare over at Alistair. But then he looks at Macho Man. Macho Man looks at Austin. But he's distracted for just a second. Alistair Black then looks over. Black mass to, to Macho Man. Macho Man goes down hard. Austin then looks over at Macho Man. Lifts him up. Flips him off. Kick to the gut. Stone Cold Stunner. Macho Man goes down. Austin picks up that lifeless body and flings him over the top rope. And then sits there and jaws with him just a little bit. Just blah, 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 blah. Because that is long-term storytelling. Because if you remember, at the very first Carnage pay-per-view, Macho Man tossed Austin over the top rope to cost him the Carnage World Heavyweight Championship. Austin finally got revenge. That's long-term storytelling. I had to work that spot in there. <laughs> so finally got them both in the ring together. So, we are now ready for our next entrant. Number 12. Three, two. One. Making his way from Ringside Collectibles exclusive, Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa comes out looking all great, decked out in that entrance gear, straight from the ringside exclusive figure. Makes his way down. Austin meets him right there in the middle of the ring. They both kind of just look at each other, start slinging fists back and forth, back and forth. Austin goes for a kick to the gut, but as he does, Ciampa catches it, shoves him back against the ropes. Austin kind of catches himself. Chomper follows it up with a big clothesline. Austin goes over the top and is eliminated by Chompa. Eliminated. Stone Cold Steve Austin. As we now count down for our next entrant. Number 13. Three, two, one. Allen. 
Darby comes in, starts just going after everybody, hitting everybody with spots left and right. Kind of looks at one point, he gets down Kenny Omega. Kenny's been in here since the beginning, and he looks up like he's going to go for the coffin drop, but then thinks it, thinks twice about it, because that could be really, really risky here in this. And starts kind of looking around. He's fighting off everybody. It's been great. Chomp and Alistair start going at it. These two making their debuts here in the over-the-top rumble. Both secret draft picks. <coughs> As we count down for our next entrant. Number 14. Three, two, one. Brutushausen coming out with the shark. Brutushausen gets inside the ring. Everybody's kind of distracted, like, what is going on here? Because Brutushausen doing his little entrance, you know, his, his dance and everything. As we see that, though, we see Adam Page locking up with Alistair, and he goes to Heyman, backs up, goes to close on Alistair over the top rope. Alistair ducks, though. Back body drop. Heyman goes flying over the top rope. Both feet hit the ground. Eliminated. Adam Page. <clears throat> we then see Brutus Housen finally make his way inside the ring. Darby's standing there. Brutus Housen looks at him and goes, You used to be with the Undertaker. But where's your casket? Darby's kind of looking at him like, what is going on? What? And Bruce Housen is saying, no, you're fired. You're fired. He's telling Darby to get out. Darby's not getting out. <laughs> Bruce Housen steps through the ropes onto the apron and is telling the referees, he's fired. He needs to go. He needs to go. Bruce Housen, Darby's arguing with him. No, 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 no. As we get ready for our next entrant, number 15, three, two, one. HBK comes out. He passes by Brutus. Housing still on the apron. Remember, Brutus Housing went through the ropes, not over the top. HBK comes in. He starts slinging on. Kenny Omega, there's no love loss there. They start fighting. Brutus Housen comes back inside the ring. Darby's still looking at him, like kind of getting into his face a little bit. Brutus Housen just clotheslines him hard. Darby goes down. He goes to lift him up over the top rope, but Darby hangs on. He catches and goes onto the apron. All of a sudden, Bruce Housen hops over the top rope as well. They're both on the apron now. Darby's standing there. He kicks out Darby's knees. Darby falls to the on his butt. And all of a sudden we hear... What's going on? Brutus Housen starts dancing on the apron. Darby's 
dazed and looking at him like, what is going on? Brutus Housen's dancing. Dances back and forth. Darby's watching him. He's hypnotized. Darby is hypnotized by these dance moves. Dances closer and closer to Darby. Closer and closer to Darby. And finally, he winds up for it. Winds up for it. The crowd's ready in anticipation. Brutus Housen! And he kicks Darby. Darby goes flying off the apron. <coughs> Eliminated. Darby <laughs> Allen. <coughs> Oh god. <laughs> Dave's speechless. Oh yeah. Oh seeing all that though, HBK now comes over and pushes off Brutushausen. But wait, Brutushausen, the shark is there. He catches Brutushausen. Brutushausen's not been eliminated because no feet hit the ground. The shark caught him in his big arms. Brutus Housen celebrating. Yeah, we're not eliminated. The shark takes him over, puts him back onto the apron, and Brutus Housen turns towards the crowd. Brutus Housen! As he turns back around, though, still on the apron, HBK winds up. Sweet chin music! And Brutus Housen goes flying to the floor. He is now eliminated, thanks to HBK. <laughs> what a run. <laughs> what a run. Eliminated Brutus Housen as we count down. For our next entrant, number 16. Three, two, one. It's big sexy Kevin Nash. HBK getting back up now. He celebrated a little bit there with that entrance or that elimination. And Big Sexy comes in. Matt, he kind of looks over at him. HBK, you know, kind of questions, you know, hey, you know, I know we haven't been good, but can we work together? And as HBK turns around, feet triggered by Kenny Omega. HBK goes down, a second V trigger. Kenny Omega now takes him over to the rope and tosses him out. There will be no click reunion here, it looks like, because Kenny Omega has eliminated HBK. Now see a little bit more back and forth action here. Several guys still in the ring as we get ready for entrance number 17. Three, two, one. You know it's all about what but... Fudge. Making his way down the ring. I'm cold. Cole comes in. And Nash is sitting there getting ready to... He's kind of working over Omega. Remember, Omega's still been in this since the very beginning. Adam Cole, you know, no love lost there for the click. Takes out with a big knee shot. Nash goes down. Cole looks over at Kenny Omega and is like, you want to work together? You want to work together? You know, let's take out the big man. Let's take out the big man. So Kenny says, okay. And so they start working over Kevin Nash. V-trigger to Kevin Nash while he's down on one knee. He goes down. 
Cole backs up, hits that last shot. Nash is now down after both of those. They get him over to the ropes, and both men work over. Toss Kevin Nash out. He has been eliminated. Eliminated. Kevin Nash. Cole stands up and celebrates and goes, boom. And as he does, Kenny Omega from behind flips out Adam Cole. Adam Cole has been eliminated, baby. Eliminated Adam Cole. As we count down for entry number 18. Three, two, one. Seth Rollins comes down to the ring. <clears throat> comes in. He just starts working over everybody. Hits a big curb stop, curb stop to Kenny Omega. Super kick here and there. He is just lighting fire and attacking everyone. As we get ready for entrant number 19. Countdown. Three, two, one. One. AJ Styles. AJ comes right in and he just beelines straight for Kenny Omega. They start just fighting tooth and nail with each other. Finally, AJ gets ready to dump Kenny over. But Kenny hangs on, hangs on, hang on as much as he can. A couple more shots, and he goes to the apron. And next thing you know, AJ backs up off the ropes, comes running out, jumps over the top rope, taking Kenny out. Both men land to the floor hard. AJ, with that dive over the top rope, took both men out, eliminated at the same time. Eliminated AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. Three, two, one. Entrant number 20. Sierra Hotel, India. Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. Roman Reigns. The big dog himself. Makes his way down to the ring. And him and Seth Rollins are now looking over the ring at Alistair Black and Tommaso Ciampa. One of these men is going to be your winner. Tommaso, the only breakdown superstar left in the Battle Royal. The Carnage superstars kind of look at each other, kind of like, hey, you know, let's work together to take him down. <clears throat> and they start kind of slowly walking over towards him. Tommaso, though, not going down without a fight. Alistair charges in. Tommaso takes him down. Rollins comes in. Tommaso takes him down. And then Roman comes in with a huge spear to take down Tommaso. He stands up and goes, oh. <clears throat> and suddenly... Four Rowans can get Tommaso over to the top rope to try to get him eliminated. The following announcement is a 
announcement has been paid for by the what? major world order. What? What is going on? These three were already eliminated. Here comes out Macho Man Randy Savage, Sting, and the Ultimate Warrior. They come down, charge the ring. <clears throat> Roman looks at them and tries to start fighting back, but they just beat down. They've got those baseball bats. They just beat down everybody left inside the ring. Beat down Roman. Beat down Seth Rollins. Beat down Aleister Black and Tommaso Ciampa. <clears throat> they take Roman and Seth Rollins over to the top or over to the rope. Dump out Rollins. Dump out Roman. Both feet hit the ground. <clears throat> eliminated. Seth Rollins. Eliminated. Roman Reigns. Then pretty pleased with themselves. They leave. Because they've already made their mark here on the match. And gotten out the shield. Which was their main goal. Keeping them from the title. And away from Hogan. <clears throat> We're now down to two people left. The two surprise entrants who nobody even knew were on either brand before we started this show. Tabasso Ciampa. Alistair Black look at each other. And they just start swinging in the middle of the ring. Just left and right. Just going at it toward left and right. Hitting big move after big move. Trying to eliminate each other. Finally. Tommaso gets starts to get up. Alistair goes for a black mass. Tommaso ducks. Alistair spins around. Tommaso runs over. Clotheslines. Hits him hard. Alistair goes over the top rope and hits the ground. Both feet touch. Eliminated. Alistair Black. Your winner. Representing breakdown. Tommaso Champa. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Got time. Tommaso celebrates. A well, hard-fought victory there in the over-the-top rumble. Alistair put up a great showing. And is going to be a strong major player there on the Carnage brand, but... Unable to pull it out there at the end, unfortunately. So that is one win now for Carnage and one for Breakdown in Damn. these kind of pay-per-view stuff. So That was intense. That was pretty good. <laughs> huh? I saw you the real-life disappointment there. On As soon as you <clears throat> said he missed the Black Mass, I was like... What? Yeah, when Wait. he missed the Black Wait. Mass, you saw my face drop and Dave just go... <gasps> yeah. But I was waiting for it to be like he ducked the black mass. Friggin' Alistair ducks the line and then black masses him fucking over. I was, I was. That's what I was waiting for. I was so waiting hopeful. for the tease for me. Well, so who's uh, who's Champa going after? I don't know yet. He could go after your guy. He could go after Hogan. Yeah, he we'll could. have to figure out what the rules for that dictate. But yeah, <clears throat> I mean, bring the Carnage title over to Breakdown. We'll have to dwan, we'll have dwan, to talk dwan. about that one. The undisputed AFW World Champion <clears throat> used on both brands. 
I mean, we could do something like that. We could work well, it out. Champa would have to win the title from Ray first. But well, then Champa is going to start losing to the on. goon on my brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're now ready for punishment time. Punishment time. So here's what happened to make the Royal Rumble viewing experiences a little bit more fun. We did a Royal Rumble pool, which brings to all three of us. The my idea, and I got nothing. Was, you know, Dave kind of got came up with the idea of trying to cheat the system and didn't. Well, didn't to be fair, you came up with the idea to cheat the system to get uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and that worked out well for you. So I guess that was like the wrestling gods like balancing the field. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so the rules were we picked 10 numbers each. Uh, if Dylan or Dave won their pick one, their number one, then they got uh, an extra pick for this draft. If I win, though, it was a punishment from the Wheel of Punishment. And the Wheel of Punishment says, or the, the Dice of Punishment, I guess, as we should say, we've got five different things on it. It is a one-week suspension of a random superstar. Loss of two segments because the game, the basketball or football game that was on before your show, went into overtime, so you lose two segments for your show. You only have nine instead of 11. Uh, One-month injury of a superstar. Loss of a draft pick, which would be kind of funny. Uh, and a forced trade. So... <clears throat> I need... Did you pick your five superstars to send in to him, Dylan? I'll send them in. I'm, yeah. I'm an honest man. Okay, I'm not gonna be, not gonna jab you over or anything. Okay, so Dylan gets the punishment. We already decided that because I got I got the draft pick from the <laughs> women's rumble, so I'm gonna get the punishment from the men's to balance things out since I already have four picks. Yeah. Well, technically, you have five. Well, because you didn't lose one yet. Pending the dice roll, you didn't lose okay. one yet. Okay. All right. I need five superstars from you, sir. Or do you want to do that next week? Who me? No, uh, just from Dylan for this. If it's a force trade, I have to send not, you. Five. Not a force trade. I just need Dylan. I need some superstars from you, sir. All right. I'm going to send you five right now. Ooh. That's a big one. I know, right? Now, this is the order I'm going in, okay? It's for these. That's totally <clears throat> fine. Oof, I'm I'm putting myself out there on on a couple of these. You are, um, but you know that's that's the way the game is played, right? It is. Uh, who should be lucky, lucky or unlucky? Number <clears throat> five. God, this is so tough. All right, put myself out so I can take <clears throat> a safe pick. All right, is there he you still go. on your roster? Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and 
He has violated the wellness policy. He must have gotten hanging out with high times. Randy Orton is suspended for one week. Oh, all right. All right. <clears throat> I had some plans. I'll, I'll adjust. This isn't supposed to be like a 30-day <clears throat> suspension. Well, that's one of them. But it's a one-month injury, one-week one week suspension. Oh. Okay. So the, yeah, the, it's one-week suspension, loss of two segments, one-month injury, a loss of a draft pick, and then a forced trade. Okay. Gotcha. That's the five that we are working with here. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So this is the favorite part of the show. First up, does anyone have any drops? Since Uh, I went first, I will jump up first and say that I do not have any drops this month. No drops from you. Um, David? Hold on. I'm rewriting my roster because all I've been doing is uh, just crossing out like who I've traded and who I've gotten rid of, so it's kind of sloppy. So I'm trying to fix that real quick so I can see. Nothing like doing it live on the air. Yeah, why not? Gives me a good look at if I want to get rid of anybody. You know? If my earpiece would stop falling out. Any drops, sir? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. No drops. Any trades before we begin? I don't have any trades. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with the guys that I've got, and I'm even happier with the guys that I stand to pick up. So, yeah, you get to pick up a freaking whole faction. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> Thanks, <you> Dave. <laughs> any trades from you, sir? Uh, not unless he wants to give up a draft pick. I mean, uh, talk to me, Pa. Oh, I don't even know. All right, then I'll draft. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> With the first pick. So I think, Dave, you have two, correct? Yes. And Dylan, you have five. Five. Going into two tonight. were from a trade, and then one was from that Royal Rumble pool. No, one was I, from a trade. One was well, from I had Rumble. traded off one. I got two back off oh, another right. trade. We made a couple trades. So I traded one away, I got two back, and then I got one off the Rumble Pool. So I'm at a grand total of five. That is crazy. Without dropping any superstars either. That's what's... I know. Sometimes the system works in your favor. Wait, how did you get two back again? You traded me for two guys. I traded you two picks? Mm Mm-hmm. For two wrestlers. It was originally I traded you a pick and a wrestler for two wrestlers. And then you traded me two wrestlers for two picks. No, it was it was yeah. one wrestler and a pick for that last deal. No, it was two picks for two wrestlers because I traded you a, a team. We can argue it off air. <laughs> no, because then I would only give me one pick when I should have two. No, because I traded you one already. So you, it oh, was right. four yeah, to two, mind. and then never it became mind. four to the opposite way. That's right. We're good. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's it was confusing. Tag team math was involved. 
<laughs> tag team it's, math. We should have used our, our our shoot accountant here. Uh, all right. So Jared, I, I remember at the time, like going over it, like because it was confusing when we did it, but then it, yeah. and it did make sense when we did it all. So so it started off right. three three, became four two, and then became four two the other way. So my first pick, I'm sending it to you now. Let me see if I can confirm or deny that one. That one is confirmed. Very nice. Dave, the clock is on yours now. I don't even know who the hell I'm drafting. (laughs) (laughs) More like broken down at this point, am I right? You see, he's still riding that high from winning that. No, because I had an idea, and then I think I scrapped that idea. Oh, the idea that you told me you're scrapping? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know for a fact you've got one idea I think you should start putting guys away for, but that's just me. One idea. I don't think he's told me about this, whatever it is. Uh, Oh, yeah. Let's see. I can wait. I think I can wait on them a little bit. Your call. See one one interesting. I'm going to stall some time here while Dave thinks. Um, <clears throat> with me and Dave, I think we had pretty different styles as far as who we would draft for the most part. Mm-hmm. And you know, short of like Owen Hart, you know, we were not going to go after the same people for the most part. So, um, you know, if he wanted Tommaso Ciampa or Alistair Black, I probably wasn't going to go after those guys. Um. But you two have very similar styles, right? As far as who you draft, so that's what makes this a little bit more interesting. Because uh, the pick that you sent me, I could see Dave wanting that at some point. Yeah, this uh, it, it the drafting is is stressful at this point. <laughs> so like I'm oh, sitting here man. waiting on Dave to make a pick, so I can just like hurry up and pull the trigger on my next like contested pick. <laughs> uh. I really don't know who to pick. (laughs) You know what? I see see chat bubbles popping up there. (laughs) Uh, Dave, that ticket denied. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Plan worked. I was testing the water. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Oh, we'll talk off, Mike. I've been having fun with this. Yeah, go 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 (laughs) f yourself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) man, I'm like looking at all my figures. Uh, Who is pick number backup choice? See, that's what I was talking about. This was a prime example where you guys have very similar styles because that is a person that I probably would not have picked, but both of you went after them. So so one of the things that I absolutely loved the most with the FWF drafts was the points where like Brian would make like a sneaky pick and Broski would freak out because I just feel like that's always more entertaining. And so like I that feel like we're here is now. confirmed. All right. So I am on the clock. Pick number two of five. I don't think this will be contested, but let's see. Let's just go ahead and throw it out there. Anyway, 
If it is, I'd be stunned. That one is confirmed. All right. Take Do I even need to tell you, Jerry? What? Do I need to tell you? Are you doing the other one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is the other one? It only one? makes sense. I know his name. Can you shoot me his name just to be... I don't know it. Make sure I know it. Are you, are you saying the old name? I probably am. That's probably just... I know who it is. I mean, I know who you're talking about. But I... Okay, there it is. Yeah. I was using the other one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is... Breakdown is now finished. There are now three picks on the board for Carnage. All right. Here is number three. <clears throat> That one is confirmed. Four. That one is confirmed. And one more. Five. Confirmed as well. All right. Interested to see what you do with some of these. Everything is coming up carnage. <clears throat> so at the end of it, any trades anybody would like to make before we go off the air? I should state the winner of the over-the-top match should have got an extra pick. <laughs> You're just always trying to do this. Publicly. And it keeps blowing up in your face. Just stop doing them. <laughs> well, I mean, if I say that, then I, I get one. because. Well, yeah, you say it now. Trying to game the system. Hey, it's worth a shot. Worth the you you gaming the no. system got me five picks. So, I mean, keep swinging, dude. <laughs> it's true. He's... It's a brand new carnage. Technically, it wasn't because you guys wanted to change the rules. I just wanted to pick one number each. Yeah. You guys all wanted ten numbers each. So Tomato, tomato, five picks. You gotta have a winner. Yeah, You don't have to have a winner. You do. Yes, you do. Either you gain something good or you <coughs> gain something bad or nothing. Nah, it's gotta be good or bad. No, yep. no nothings. Alright. Well, guys, thanks for an entertaining pay-per-view. <clears throat> capped off by an amazing main event, if I do say so myself. It was definitely a banger. <clears throat> I was really impressed with the booking on that one, Jerry. Not that I don't like shocked together. to say that or anything. I thought it went together pretty well. So, All right, guys. Well, now we tune in pretty close to this, actually. We're going to have a go-home show. We're filming that, and that will drop pretty soon, so... Not a go-home show, a Doug. aftermath show, the show yeah. after. Yeah. So yeah. you get to see what happened here because there was a lot to work with. Um, a lot of fallout. I mean, Brutus Housen had a good showing. Eddie turned on Ray. Eddie turned on Ray. I mean, there's, you know, tons of stuff to do that. You've got the Kevin Owens. Is he going to join the MWO? Is he not? What's, you know. Who knows? If he says, if he says no, how does the MWO react to that? The right. MWO basically dictated who won this rumble. Kenny um, didn't get his house back. Kenny's still homeless, sitting there under the bridge. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to Living go Living under on. a bridge in North Carolina. So, thank you guys for tuning in and enjoying Over the Top. <laughs>